And to the rural news, we're joined by Monique Steele. Kia ora. Imports of a controversial palm oil byproduct used in farming are down. Kia ora, Charlotte. Yes, palm kernel expeller, or PKE, is imported here from Indonesia and Malaysia to be used as supplementary feed on dairy farms. The use of PKE has come under scrutiny in recent years due to its links to deforestation by the palm oil industry, prompting companies like state-owned farming business Palmu, formerly Landcorp, to stop using it entirely in 2017. Each year, New Zealand imports around 2 million tonnes of PKE, but AgriHQ Senior Analyst Mel Crode says that's dropping. Following the release of the New Zealand trade data for October, uh, palm kernel import volumes were down um, by 62% year-on-year, sitting at just over 109 million kilograms. Now that brings the year-to-date figure um, to an 18% decrease compared to last year. Do you think that's because farmers are trying to watch their budgets? Yeah, I think that's part of it. Um, but I think there's, there's also been just a move away in parts and places being so heavily reliant on palm kernel as well. And we've, we've had a pretty growthy, growthy spring in, in some of those regions as well, which is possibly helping keep down those costs of, of bringing in feed on farm. Mal Crowe says imports of corn, which is also used as animal feed, are down too at 71% year to date to October. A Gisborne forestry company has been fined $73,000 after causing damage to a stream and leaving slash on steep land. After heavy rain caused huge log jams and left slash to wash up on Tetairawhiti beaches in April last year, the Gisborne District Council carried out an investigation into forestry practices across the region. It discovered forward forest management had constructed roads and culverts across a stream in Papakorokoro Forest without consent and left huge amounts of slash on slopes susceptible to rain flow. The company pleaded guilty to 11 charges and was handed the fine in the Gisborne District Court last week. It's hoped combining weather data from orchards and farms with the National Weather Service will improve forecasting accuracy for the whole country. A new two-way data deal will see Met Service's 400 weather stations brought together with 100 more on orchards and farms in the national network of Hawke's Bay agri-tech company Hort Plus. Company director Mike Barley says it will bolster its modelling platform for its customers as well as for Met Service users. For the service that we provide, data quality and forecast accuracy are, are crucial. Weather's such an influential part to what growers do. You know, they're making hundreds of decisions daily for the success of their crops and businesses. And a lot of that is based off, I guess, experience, knowledge and, and intuition. And so the decision support platform that we have tries to provide them with data and summaries to help them make the best decisions that they can, giving them confidence and peace of mind. And so by increasing the coverage of those weather stations, we're able to provide more localised information for them. Mr Barley says it will enhance forecasting in rural areas like around Bay of Plenty, Wairarapa and Northland, where the distances between their existing weather stations were the largest. He says better localised data reflecting microclimates could lead to better disease risk assessments and potentially open up new areas for growing. Our climate is changing and, and while this might make growing conditions more challenging for some of the more classic locations, more of the common locations, uh, it could also open up new locations that were not previously viable and so being able to run 
modelling around disease risk, we could potentially start providing the viability of, of growing in, in other regions, you know, apples in Canterbury or kiwi fruit below Nelson. That's Mike Barley of Hort Plus. Ag Research is working with two agriculture businesses to bolster the scientific evidence of their products' environmental impact. The Crown Research Institute has signed a Memorandum of Understanding with Waikato seaweed business AgriSea, which turns locally sourced seaweed into animal fertiliser and feed products. Ag Research Chief Executive Sue Bidrose says scientists will work to provide evidence of the efficacy of AgriSea products, which should help the business grow. These kind of collaborations tell innovative companies like Agracy that we're committed to the kind of work we're doing. So we, along with them, we're a Crown Research Institute, but we are as committed to innovation and to new ways of doing things for the good of the New Zealand land. And partnering up with them makes us better, but it also provides them with the evidence they need. Ms Bidrose says the partnership also aims to boost local food security. What we particularly like about them, the the world is facing an unprecedented challenge. In the next 30 years, the world has to produce as much food as over the last 2,000. And what's more, has to do it in a way that doesn't continue to degrade or, in fact, preferably improves the environment. So companies like Agracy that are taking a an amazingly innovative approach to how we might do this, uh, to using resources like seaweed, to thinking about soil health and gut health and animal health. That's exciting for us. That's Sue Bidrose of Ag Research. And Ag Research has also signed a Memorandum of Understanding with Topor Milk Company Miraka, which is one of only two dairy factories in the world powered by geothermal energy. And that's the rural news for today. Kia pai te ra. Kia ora, Monique. Thank you very much.